The Southern Ontario tornado outbreak of 2005 was a series of thunderstorms on the afternoon of August 19th. That spawned tornadoes damaging homes in the Conestoga Lake, Fergus, and Tavistock areas, and Toronto. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. In the early morning hours of August 19, 2005, an area of low pressure was sitting over northern Michigan with a cold front jutting out to the southwest. Crossing Lake Huron, the game was on. This day in weather history. Southern Ontario sees its fair share of tornadoes each year, averaging between 12 and 13. But there are always the outlier years that far exceed that number. This system had already built up a reputation for trouble, already causing an outbreak of tornadoes over Wisconsin the day before. At the time, it was moving into southwestern Ontario. It was a soaking, wet, warm, humid air mass packing upwards of 50 millimeters or 2 inches of precipitable moisture in the atmosphere. So, you pair this with a strong southwesterly low-level jet running parallel to the cold front and the stacking of an upper jet stream and you have all the makings of a favorable setup for the development of severe thunderstorms, at the very least. It was also noted that the airflow at the surface versus the upper levels had tight convergence, suggesting good shear, which is a signature for tornado potential. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio, so you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Two lines of thunderstorms developed. The first one was near Stratford, Ontario, and stretched as far north as Georgian Bay near Collingwood, Ontario, while the second one was following quickly behind near the shores of Lake Huron. They both headed east and reached as far as Oshawa that afternoon. Severe thunderstorm warnings were issued by Environment Canada, and in those statements, there was mention of the possibility of tornadoes. Dozens of storm cells were embedded within the line, and two of them developed into tornadic supercells. At their worst, the tornadoes that day reached the F2 level, with gusts between 180 and 250 kilometers per hour, or 110 to 160 miles per hour. When the storm came close to the greater Toronto area, a tornado warning was issued. Wind gusts of well over 100 kilometers per hour, or 62 miles per hour, blew through this densely populated city center. That was accompanied by golf ball-sized hail, but really the main event was the heavy rain flooding many parts of the city between 2 and 4 p.m. A total of 103 millimeters, or just over 4 inches of rain, fell in one hour in North York and the surrounding area. That is double the amount that was left in that area by Hurricane Hazel back in 1954. In Thornhill, just north of the city, they received a staggering 175 millimeters, or 7 inches of rain, also in less than one hour. As well, a tornado was reported within the actual city limits of metropolitan Toronto. However, this was never officially confirmed by the Meteorological Service of Canada. Finally, another severe storm passing southeast of Stratford in the Tavistock area dropped an F1 tornado with winds between 120 and 150 kilometers per hour or between 75 and 93 miles per hour during the 3 o'clock hour that afternoon. 
These twisters uprooted hundreds of trees, chewed the limbs off countless others, downed power lines, tossed cars and trucks everywhere, and ripped into several homes, cottages, and barns. In Guelph and Orangeville, 10,000 residents were left without power. Mercifully and miraculously, no deaths or injuries were reported. Around Toronto, the flooding downpours snarled traffic and stranded drivers. Marine services personnel rescued four people who fell into the fast-moving currents of the Don River when it flooded and became a dangerous whitewater canyon. It was a heavy rainfall and true tornado outbreak, but did one actually touch down in the north part of the city as forwarded by an amateur spotter? We may never know. But the rest did happen for sure. On August 19, 2005, this day in weather history. Hey, do you like the podcast? We'd love to hear from you. If you have an idea, go right now to wherever you're listening to me and rate us if you would, please. It's on a five-star system and we would love as many stars as you can afford. So rate us, but then also review us. This way we can always stay on top of how you'd like to see the show evolve. Then remember to subscribe to this podcast. Click the subscribe or follow button right there on the very same podcast homepage you're listening on. You'll be immediately reminded that the next day is ready to listen to and you also have access to every episode in the archives. It dates back to June 1st of 2020, so there is a lot that we got to get caught up on on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is August 20th. This day in weather history back in 2009, 19 tornadoes touched down. You heard me right. 19. We will recount where and how 19 tornadoes formed and dropped across southwestern Ontario, central Ontario, and this time in the greater Toronto area. All right here on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.